get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to episode 122 of the What Up, Though? podcast. Yep. And um, so last week, uh, we were able to get back into the studio and Michigan started acting like a bitch and we're back inside. It's cold as fuck outside this week. It is. (laughs) Hopefully, this will be the last time that we have to have to do it inside, but we'll see. I mean, it makes no difference to the listeners. Uh, It's really just our timing. Uh because when, when we actually record outside, we're actually drinking, getting our cigars on during the podcast. So it's not like we're not like here for like eight hours and shit. But but then when it's cold, we typically try to smoke and all the good stuff. But whatever the case. Um, yeah. So we, we just gonna really jump into it. We got a couple of things to talk about, uh, as always. Um, but we're going to get into our uh, listener emails um, and just kind of just jump into that shit. So. Yeah, so um, we got an email from Mr. Monotone, and um, let's preface his email by pointing out the fact that he has no interest in coming on the podcast at all. Like, yeah, he just he just like <laughs> he don't he don't give a fuck, man. Like, He's like, yeah, uh, and I don't even think we're his favorite podcast. Yeah, no, he'd rather be on Combat Jack and shit like that. He don't <laughs> give a fuck about us, man. But we we'll we'll read his raggedy ass email and address it that's what and happened, man when niggas get old they just be like fuck yeah it just like man. yeah let me just listen to old niggas like fuck master flex and all that shit if, if we were if we were fuck master flex right we just be on our shit we drop but, bombs in our shit yeah yeah if we were like cool herc and shit he'd be on our shit but <laughs> we if we did a if we did a prince episode he'd be down yeah but we ain't doing nothing like that. He if we were a prince, he'd be in there, but he don't really want to fuck with us. And I like Prince, but I'm just saying though, if he like Prince, he would, if we did some Prince related. Yeah, he'd know. be on there, but since we don't talk about Prince, he's not interested. So he would just sit at home and watch Netflix. So uh he sent an email in and I'm I'm gonna read it and then we'll address what he said. Um I'm kinda well, I'll save it. So let's I'll read it and then we'll see uh what comes of it. So he said there's a faction that's anti-D-Ray, and D-Ray, he's talk, he, he's referencing the um the D-Ray the bubble activist. vest uh, bubble activist, vest yeah, activist. Yeah, 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 D-Ray, the, okay. the bubble vest activist. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. The, the bubble vest activist. Uh, <laughs> they claim they. <laughs> Bubble vest actor. That's classic, bro. I'm surprised no one has called him that, dude. It's, it's his thing. Uh, he said, they claim that he's fake, that he's all thumbs, no action, and they claim that he's getting paid to advertise for corporations. I've definitely seen him reference particular products, but hell, we all do. Does he have to keep his tweets generic just to satisfy those people who think he's out there lining his pockets? And then... What I want from y'all to get at is, is that wrong? Why or why not should we, shouldn't he profit from his celebrity? Does it dilute his message? Make him less credible? Is he in a bad financial spot? Does he need to turn down money to be morally correct? So the idea is that, um, what do we think about D-Ray being, potentially being like on the, on the hook for loot? Like, 
yeah, he's out here getting loot for promoting shit like that. Like, does he have to just stay pat and uh, be a social justice warrior and not get no loot? Like, like is he basically, basically is he a shit bag for getting money if he if he, it's like through whatever avenues he could potentially get money. Um, short answer, no. I agree. I mean, <laughs> short answer, no. Yeah, I I don't think he like, should be. I guess the question, I guess the question would kind of be like, where is he getting money from? I mean, it's not like it's not like you you got these poor communities paying him to come and speak or some shit or anything like that. I would assume if he's getting money for something, it's from advertisements or people going to you know speaking at different um, you know uh, engagements and things like that. So no, I. I think that's cool, shit. If you can get, you know, I mean, you got people who do who do things. I think he truly, I think he has a true, genuine interest in the well-being of black people. Like, yeah, and, and that's the meat of it, really. It, you know yeah, that's mean? the meat of it, really. If he gets endorsements, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to call it that, but if he gets money for, uh, let's say, traveling from to a site or whatever, like I'm not gonna shade him for that. Because I feel like what he does is beneficial to the movement. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really shade him for for benefiting from that. No. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't feel any way about I that. I haven't seen anything that he's done that's made me question his character of why he's doing it. Exactly. Like, I mean, yeah, I haven't. I mean, either. if you know the history of him, he taught for some years. You know, he he left. You know. Uh, a job where he was making, you know, pretty good money and things of that nature. So, no, I, you know, if you, if anybody can get to a point where they can actually make a living and do something they love and be, you know, for the people, I guess you could call it. I think I'm for it, man. I mean, you know, that, I think that's no difference in, you know, paying teachers or somebody of the nature who's actually doing something well. So yeah, I'm, I'm for it. Uh, and what do you, and, and really, what do you expect? Like if he's out here, uh, doing, what he needs to do to, to, to gain, to, to bring enlightenment to whatever's going on in the streets. Right. And then you get a entity that comes along and says, Hey, uh, we're going to pay you to, where <laughs> to wear this bubble vest? Like, <laughs> can you can you rock that? while you being a so- now, social what, justice warrior? One is that I don't like. Well, one, I haven't seen. Uh, I have deep very muted because it, just, <laughs> it becomes too. I mean, it, it I, is. It's it's tough to it's, it's tough to it's contain. Lot, yeah, you know it's I mean? a lot. Like, yeah, you know, it's not like he's he's you know online talking about positive like positive uplifting stuff. It's just a lot of hard stuff, and so I have to like deal with that shit in doses just like any other yeah excuse me like news and stuff like you that. don't want so, your whole timeline to be yeah. to be that yeah yeah so like i haven't seen any tweets about him in in a long time <laughs> actually so, i haven't either and i don't know if i still follow him or not but i know i didn't mute him but yeah i haven't seen anything either yeah, i haven't seen him maybe so i don't know you know what he's doing i was wondering if he was going to get a sponsor from the actual bubble vest I, and i remember people kept talking not? about it because he never really spoke about the name, I think he mentioned it once because he had, I guess he had wore it so much that he had tore, tore it or something. Like, got a rip in it, and he had the cleaners, like, sewed up or something. Mm-hmm. But I believe it's uh, Patagonia. I believe and that's the people who... I'm Kanye it. shrugging? I have no idea. And from what I, at least from my understanding, they're like a, 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 I guess, expensive clothing line. 
Uh. Kind of like a high ass, high level as Norfaith or some shit like that. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I would have figured they would have been the first people to jump on. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, previous to that, I had no idea who Patagonia was. I just thought it was like some kind of like Eddie Bauer investor. Yeah, shit. I have no clue. <laughs> so, no, I mean, but short answer is, uh, no, I, I think I'm, I'm definitely cool with that. I, I don't, and I don't know if, I mean, the based on the email, I don't know if Miss Monotone feels that he's like shady or pulling like some. You know, uh, he he didn't say he just he just wanted our opinion on. Oh, okay, um, like yeah. a Jesse Jackson type shit or whatever. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I think he's gen- I mean, genuinely for the people. I mean, he's got. A, I think he got arrested in New Orleans. I think or one of the cities, um, protesting and stuff. I think it's for the people. Um, I was just I was happy that the fact that although I don't know if he's ever actually tweeted it, but being that he was a gay blackmail, I was. Uh, just happy that that didn't take over. Like that didn't become the agenda of him. Like him being a gay back man, you know, just like he was a, you know, a person that was, you know, pushing for our, uh, you know, better things for black folks. So I was happy about that, but I can give a fuck if you get or not, you know. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't care if he, if he benefits financially because he's done so much um, that has no ties to money. Like right. you know, going out there and, and like he's he's had shit where like he's standing at people's cribs and, and my, yeah, my thing is sleeping like, on couches if, and shit if, like if that. If you're gonna be flying to all these different places, who the fuck? Somebody should be have to pay for this shit. Yeah, like, and then know? like, and you can't sit there on Twitter like, oh, D Ray is doing this. Like he out there in these streets. Like if you sitting there at home and talking about right. D Ray is you, doing this and that, he's sleeping on couches. And like like you, man, you, like let him be. Dog. You typing fast at home doing nothing. And exactly. Guys, exactly. You know what I'm saying, you know, being a voice, you know, having a presence and stuff like that. So, nah, I'm a, I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, I, I, I would love to see people who are, you know, in movements like that actually make some fucking money. <laughs> like, yeah, and, you know, and that's the, that's dope. You know, and the bottom line is that, uh, I've never got the impression that he does what he does to get loot. Like, I've never felt that way. If I felt that way, then, yeah, we could talk about it. But I feel like he's just a guy who, especially, like, as a gay black man, like, you are in the ultimate minority and a minority that is is like, generally frowned upon you're, by you're, the people that you fraternize you're with. You're like, like the minority of the minorities. <laughs> right. Like, we got right. minorities in there. Within these minorities, we got another minority. Yeah. Um, and he's, like, he's susceptible to a lot of shit. And he stays out there. So I'm like, if he finds a way to financially benefit from that shit, I'm not gonna shade him for that, man. He's he's done he's done a lot to bring enlightenment to what's going on. So did, uh, if he gets moved from it, any, fuck it. Any any interviews? I remember him being on Combat Jack, and I think that was one of the times I actually started liking him more. Just you know, it's like you can read people tweets all day and shit, but you know, hearing actually interviews and stuff, you know, he he seemed like he really you know was he I shouldn't say seemed like he was really about the issues and things of that nature. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have nothing but nothing but respect for D Ray, and um, you know, I, I wish the best to him, um, for him, and you know, I, I hope I I would love to see you know him and people people. <laughs> people, Sorry. Sometimes we just gotta play random what up those in our podcast. <laughs> um <laughs> to see him benefit, you know, him and I think the girl was Netta who was with him in Ferguson and I don't know any other people. Um I do remember damn, I wish I could remember his name. But it was I mean when the whole thing happened in Ferguson, there was 
it was D Ray. I think he, he not think he was there. The girl Netta, she was there, and then it was another guy. And then I think after a while, he ended up trying to run for some kind of office in there, and people were just like, you know, were was this your agenda? Something French, last name French or something. Uh, mm, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I don't recall. But it, it's funny you talking about people. You know who. You, you wonder if you know if they you know for the cause or not. Um, what's what is the light skinned guy name? Was he light skinned or mixed? I, uh, I, I didn't know who you're talking about <laughs> first. Like, what's the light skinned guy name? Like, um, uh, can you narrow it down a little was, bit? I mean, he was involved in that time with them, and then he just caught a lot of scrutiny. Um, uh, what the fuck? He's always on Facebook now. Um, I swear you posted his <laughs> I shit. No, I have no idea. Light skin with glasses, dude. Uh, Sean King? Sean King. <laughs> Sean King. Shit. How you remember that pale ass nigga? I don't know why I can't, remember, can't his remember his name. <laughs> but he caught a lot of scrutiny of people just, I don't know, not believing that he was like for the cause or taking money. Yeah, um, yeah. And all that stuff. Um, I, I think now he's moved from, I don't see him on Twitter as much. I see him on Facebook more. I think, you know, I think this this past maybe six months, last six months, um, Facebook found out about Mike Brown and, <laughs> and things going on. And so they're starting to post a lot of shy kings. But he caught a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of uh, flack, um, even from like D Ray and other people. But I don't know what happened. Yeah, as I, to, I feel like that's some shit that it's like. People are just gonna beef. Like I, I don't want, I don't want any parts of like social justice beef. Like that's that's so weird. Yeah. That yeah, that's out of my wheelhouse. I don't really care about. Hey, I'm more fucking uh, I mean, pro black than you, and I, I, I care more, more about like, the I struggle. Tear, I got tear gas. What the fuck was you? Yeah, like I, I <laughs> right. I got I got caught with the tear gas. Where was you at? Like yeah, no, that's like, that's out of control. I don't care about that shit. Streets, fuck you. Right, you didn't get these water hoses. Like man, come on. <laughs> Uh, uh, do you want to do the? We got another email or a voicemail? Yeah, I, I try to put. I I thought that like if I clicked on Baylor's voicemail, it would load, and I could load it while you were talking, and it just started playing. I'm like, okay, well, shit, uh, yeah. Oh, oops. But um, so he uh messages us about um. Let me brace myself. Um, he messages about um the Remy Ma, Nicki Minaj beef. Oh, okay. Because the, the subject says, is Sheether ranked? And, uh, man, before I even play it, I hate that name. Yeah. Sheether like, is so bad. That's like, a the, horrible title. I, I will say, before I, hate it. before I seen, you know, your messages or tweets and stuff talking about how bad it was, I never said, Sheether. I never said it. Like, I read it and it was just, <laughs> I just read it as she Ether. Like, <laughs> I couldn't put myself to put Sheether because Sheether just sounds... It sounds it's like foreskin. So like <laughs> it, it was just like it's not. A... <laughs> gotta get that. Gotta get that liquid slap liquid laugh slap. in. <laughs> <laughs> you shut the hell up talking to me. <laughs> you uh, shut. You shut up. <sighs> funny shit. Stop talking to me. Anyway, um, so. Yeah, he's sending uh, the subject says, is Sheether ranked? I don't know what that means, but right. before I play it, I'm going to say no, but <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what he says. Whatever it is, no. Uh, caller from Studio Camry, 2007 and shit. Um, I don't care about the Oscars. I don't. 
I never have and never will. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't you're not going to want to listen to this, man. <laughs> I still don't know why Moonlight is so popular, but then again, I I'll know tell why. You. It's a lot of broke, broke rich shit going on in the world, and I understand. I mean, it's nothing, you know, I ain't got nothing against the day crew or whatever. Um, I'll break it down you, for you. If you haven't seen The Strange Things About the Johnsons, don't. What? Uh, so is it, that and Moonlight is two movies, even though that was only a 30-minute clip. Uh, it's two movies that I can't unwatch. Can't. Stuck there. Um, shit happens. Uh, so moving along, you know what I called in for. The biggest story for the past couple of weeks, I mean, well, not weeks, but the past couple of days, which took place last week, is that uh, it's Remy Ma and uh, Nikki. A lot of people like it. Some people don't like it. Uh, I want to say this. I liked it. I liked it for a lot of different reasons. I'm old school this this track type nigga. Yes, I'm not about to sound like the uh, the dinosaur from the 90s, but that shit was dope. Now, the homies is on record as saying you should not use the ether beat ever. That's, that's 101. Don't bring it back. Don't do that. But I seen what she did, and it was a lot. It was a little personal. Exactly how Nas was towards Jay. Um, so if anybody could use that beat, she definitely used it. But on the record, she should not have used it. She just took care of it a little bit. Uh, I liked it, and I don't like Nicki Minaj. I don't. I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I listen to Remy Ma because I don't. But you know, she does. She she is on. She does have certain tracks, or have been featured on some tracks where I'm like, oh, she went in. But I'm not a Remy fan. I'm damn sure not a uh, Nicki fan. But in this day and time, this world, this era, um, you got to respond within five to seven business days. If you haven't <laughs> learned anything from your ex-boyfriend, please know that that nigga didn't respond Oops, sorry. In, a, in a timely matter. And that he's still hurting from that. And the fact that he may have leaked information... Makes him look even worse, okay? But the information he leaked, oh, my God. And speaking of leaking, we heard your cheeks was leaking. Now, I, I, <laughs> I'm just saying this. I thought it was a good diss track. For the niggas that didn't like it, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? Because that charged up shit was whack from Drake. That back-to-back -back was solid, okay? Uh, is and I, think it, I think we can go around the world and, and ask, if, is Ether in the top five? And a lot of niggas is going to have Ether in their top five diss tracks. I do. And Ether and Sheether is not that different. Oh, I bet Whether it's alternative facts or not, it's not that different. The nigga Nas said Jay had dick sucking legs. Hey, used to be cool. There's nothing spectacular <laughs> about that. Pause. Okay? So, if you consider Ether a classic, then you have to like the Sheether track. It's a like goddamn lie. But unless you just like Nicki Minaj and you feel like she can do no wrong, or you just want to be against everybody, I understand. So y'all let me know what y'all think about the track. This is what everybody is talking. This shit was dope to me. She got, she got, she got to respond now, my nigga. A lot has happened, and in between that time, you know what I'm saying? Like Kevin Durant got hurt, and she still hasn't responded. You know what I mean? <laughs> Antonio Brown signed a nice contract with Pittsburgh. <laughs> she hasn't responded, so I don't know. Oh, man. Right. So, um, let's... We are in disagreement, sir. Yeah, well, 
yeah, we are. One, we are disagreeing. But I had to start writing down notes and shit. Like, I want to... Uh, yeah, he mentioned a couple things I want yeah, to talk so, about. Um, let's... Well, to answer both or all of his, let's start with the whole Remy uh, Nicki Minaj thing. And then we could transition into the Oscars. Um, okay. Anyhow. So... All right. Um... So did you hear the first song? The ether the sheet did you listen to Sheether? God, I hate that fucking name. Okay, so name. Yes, I did listen I to it. I didn't listen to all of it. I listened to a lot of it. Um But one I thought this I didn't think she really like I've heard Remy Ma spit and it was just I mean it was just a, a talking distance shit. I just didn't think it was all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so I think people want I think people want a new rap beef so bad that I think that some things that may not be great may just be blew up to be better than it really is. Church. And so I'm in I'm in disagreement with with that. I didn't think it was all that. I mean, I think the fact that she came out with a diss was enough, but I didn't think the track was I mean, it was like seven minutes or some shit. And it was seven minutes of boredom. It just like, it didn't do I, it for me. I was just like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I think that this, it, the fact that she brought it out, you know, I thought the artwork was way better than the this. Um, the name was definitely shitty. Uh, but like I say, it was just, I don't know. I, I don't want to disagree just, just to because, but I just didn't think that the track was, 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 was all that. I just was like, okay. Well, so we have the added benefit of, so, um, Baylor sent that email on uh, yesterday afternoon, which by the time y'all hear this will be two days ago afternoon. And two days ago, afternoon. yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> it, it's a it's a thing. Accept it. Yeah. And um, we have the added benefit of hearing Remy's second disc that she dropped early tonight before we recorded, and listening to the first one, and I I, I can't say that name. It's so bad. Like. Sheether yeah. is like that is such a bad name. I don't know how anybody like I don't know how that shit skated. Like I don't know how people were just like this is not a horrible fucking title. But aside from the name of the shit, it was seven minutes of like it had moments where there were kind of like sharp disses, disses, but it was largely boring. Her flow was garbage. Like it was like it almost felt like she had like a a uh, a scroll and was like reading from it the whole time like it was very like generic and and dull and bland to me it just had some like some sharp dishes this is why i keep saying dishes like i'm fucking cleaning this shit this is it has some sharp it's because i say sharp first so i'm saying like sharp dishes and it kind of like (laughs) transitions but whatever sharp this is it has some it has some some good bars but as a whole seven minutes nah man that shit was boring dude it was like her flow was garbage and she got some good she got some good sneak disses in tonight we heard the the new track and the new track was like why did you put this out like this shit was garbage dude like and the funny thing about this one is i felt like the new track that dropped tonight her flow was better but like that shit lyrically was nothing it was like if you didn't know it was a Nicki minaj diss per se going in 
you wouldn't even know it was about her. It was someone, just like a random fucking track. Someone from Twitter said that, you know, because I had commented that it was just a meh track, you know, and somebody's like, very, they said, you know, she was already winning from dropping the first song. Whether it was dope or not, she put out a diss, and so she was already winning, you know, in, in the eyes of people. But the person was like, you know, she should have stayed quiet if the the second one wasn't going to be better than the first. And it clearly wasn't. It wasn't. Wasn't better at all. You know, I and, think, you know, she was on a, a good, you know, high off of that one. Although. And, and I what I said, what I said to somebody on on Facebook was that we live in an age of, of hype and hyperbole mm-hmm. where like you just want to, people just have the tendency to want to build up shit and make it sound better than it was. And once, once that train gets rolling, Everybody else is supposed to hop on it, like, oh man, that shit was fire, all that shit was fire, and it just kind of, it just keeps snowballing. Yeah, and like nobody really has the balls to be like, you know what, that wasn't really all that. And when people get that that train rolling and it gets snowballing, nobody wants to go against the grain. And I'm listening to this shit, I'm like, it's okay, but like, it's, it's, like, not, it's not like this is like. I think, I think it's one of those things. And she 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 hurt herself by putting it on the ether beat. Yeah, like that that you can't take. Were the most iconic rivalries that we've had, and put your diss track, which to me felt unwarranted. Like it kind of felt like it was out of nowhere. Like I know Nikki threw some some shots that well, see, Remy took advantage. I, think, I, I mean, I, took offense to. I think the I think the beef was was has been brewing for some time now. Uh, one, I just you know it's one of those you know things where people say they are the best at their what they do. And other people feel some kind of way. And I don't know why I, I recall that she, you know, has felt some kind of way about, you know, about Nikki or whatever at some point. But, yeah, it's kind of, I think it's one of those things where, you know, you, I don't know, you you haven't, maybe you haven't ate good food in a while. So you eat some shit mediocre and you call it the bomb. <laughs> 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 and they were like, "Nah, nigga, you just ain't eight in a while. That's that's why you feel like you're I gotta good. hit the liquid slap." <laughs> but yeah, I I just you know, and I, I I that and then I just don't think you shut the hell up talking to me. <laughs> that, that's some true liquid slap shit. I don't think Nikki's really gonna gonna it's gonna hurt her at all. One, I don't think that her fans know or care about Remy Ma. There is nothing street cred about her that she has to prove. She's never been, you know, street or, you know, she's just been a, a female entertainer, you know. And so I don't think she's she's posting pictures in random countries and shit and in ignoring all this shit. It's not going it's not going to affect her, dude. Now, at this, especially this point now, it's, it's done. I mean, I don't think she even has to reply. She could just I don't make think another so album and be fine. She 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 she's gonna be okay. And I I'm not even a and I and I say this not being I actually like Remy Ma. I think she's dope. Um, but I think this whole thing against with Nikki, I think it it may backfire on her. Yeah, it could. And I think that also the. The idea of somebody coming at Nicki Minaj gets people hyped up, right? So you hear oh God. you hear a track and like Francis Remy on the on the God, I hate saying the name of that shit. It's so bad. But on the first on the first track, she she levied these accusations that like, oh Nicki be having ghostwriters and shit. And everybody's like, oh Nicki has ghostwriters, Nicki has ghostwriters. Like that shit was never a thing before Remy 
levy that accusation. So prior to this, everybody looked at like Nikki got bars and you look at her old shit before she got with like cash money and shit. Nikki got bars. Nikki got bars. And then Remy comes out and like, oh, she has ghostwriters. And everybody's like, oh, that, well, that must be true. It's all fact. And I don't. I didn't hear anything from Remy Ma that made me think that, like, to me, she sounded like border, like, very generic fucking MC. I didn't hear a single bar from her that made me go, oh, shit. Like, I mean, she had some, like, disses, but, like, nothing that was, like, actually dope spitting, right? I feel like if Nikki actually came back with some shit, she could body Remy. And I don't know if, if Nikki has a ghostwriter or not. I mean... Granted, Nikki had popularity before she signed with Cash Money, Young Money, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I have no reason to believe that Nikki has ghostwriters just because Remy Ma gets out of jail and says so. Like, I'm not going to buy that. And so, listening to the track, I'm like, I don't believe, one, that Nicki Minaj has ghostwriters to the point that Remy could body her. And then secondly... Based upon that track, I'm not going to think that Remy could body her. It was like, it had some good disses, but it was like, it was such a, it was such a like bland track. It was like, you took one of the coldest diss beats and then gave us like really just a boring flow, seven minutes of, of mediocrity with some just like saying mean shit. I'm upset that it's seven minutes. Yeah, like why? Like, don't give me seven minutes of, I didn't, of I didn't, mediocrity. I didn't, I didn't get the five. Yeah, I yeah, I I forced myself through it just because I don't want to speak up speak on it without having heard it. But like, I'm listening to this shit. I'm like, you are spitting for seven minutes and you've given me a whole lot of boredom and a couple of mean comments. It's not like it was like, oh man, this is seven minutes of just Nicki Minaj getting bodied. It was I mean, like, I feel like you know, it was Nicki, seven minutes of like shit Nicki, talking with some some decent mean comments. She had, you know, I think I feel like uh, Remy was on a good roll. You know, she had been you know done a few features. You know, she her and Fat Joe I think released the album or something like that. A couple well, we know ago. Fat Joe garbage. Well, yeah, we know that. Yeah, I, I'm not really. Uh, sorry, not sorry, Mr. Monotone. <laughs> But she, they released that, and so I feel like she's on a. She was she prior to the whole beef records and shit. I feel like she was on a good, you know, if she wants to showcase her being a lyricist and being one of the top, you know, female uh, rappers, she was on a good path to that. I just feel like the the beef songs is gonna just maybe take away from it. I I don't I don't know. I just don't see. Her. I feel like she if she wants to, you know. Release a, a solo album. This would probably be the great time. Why why she's you know hot in the media. Other than that, ain't nobody really been checking for her. You know, in the past like that. I mean, and I'm I not think checking she for her at now. The, at the peak of, I think people are more curious of her. Than yeah. Listen to her. Yeah. But I think at the peak of things happening, she went to jail. That was what like seven years ago. But hey, so, I don't know. You know, she uh, wasn't that important before she went in. Like, who cares, really? Like it's not like like oh Ruby Ma is top of the rap game for females like no she was she was mediocre when she went in she's mediocre now like I mean I I'm not sitting here like oh this she's about to body the rap game like no I mean she had some so, like I said, I, I don't even want to say sharp disses she had like she said some mean things about Nicki Minaj but it's like the bars were mediocre 
and people ran with it. It was like she said some mean stuff, and we live in an age of hype and hyperbole, and people are just like, "Oh man, it's a fire disc," and people just this and people just run with it because no one no one wants to go against the grain and be like, you know what, that wasn't all that. They just want to like pile on, like, oh, it was great, it was amazing, it was amazing. Nikki better say something. Like, no, Nikki don't need to say shit because both of them songs was mediocre and. Nicki Minaj has been dominating the rap game for women for a long time. And as far as I know, as far as what I've heard, Nicki Minaj got bars. Like, just because Remy Ma says somebody else writing for her, I'm not going to take that at face value. If Nicki comes out and she puts out a diss song and it sounds like Drake wrote it, then maybe. But I'm not going to sit here and think that. She's, she's put out shit before she even signed with them niggas that was fire. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not buying into it. I I don't care, honestly, too. Like, I really and truly do not care. Yeah, it's like my my curiosity keeps me, you know, in in the loop of stuff, listening to certain songs. Stuff like it's that, like but. via Twitter curiosity. Like, I want to know what Twitter is talking about. Not like, oh, I'm invested in a Remy Ma Nicki Minaj beef. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I, I want to know what Twitter is talking about, but... That's the beginning and end of it. I don't give a fuck after that. Yeah. So. So let's move on because who cares? Um. So he mentioned the Oscars. Um. Did you watch the Oscars I on did. Sunday? So. Uh. You have any immediate thoughts? Um. I was uh happy that uh, um, homeboy won for best supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Uh. You have to say his name because I can't. Um, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty dope. Um, I was actually over. I was at someone's house when he won, and so I watched that, and then I got home and was kind of watch half watching it, you know, until the end. I will say that I was I was pleasantly surprised, although I'm still not a fan of him. I was pleasantly surprised that uh, Jimmy Kimmel kept me entertained. Yeah, I, me too. Because I can't stand a motherfucker. Right, and right, we've talked right. about this on the podcast yeah. maybe as far as a year ago. Yeah. yeah. But I thought he did a pretty he good came job out as host. And I was like, motherfucker. Like, I didn't know who was hosting oh, okay. until he came out. And he came out, I'm like, motherfucker. And I was just waiting on him to just do terrible. And he actually did a good fucking show. I think he did too. Yeah. I was, so I was pleasantly I was, surprised. I was definitely pleasantly surprised with that. Um, I think another thing that was kind of dope was the uh, the tourists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. I think someone kept someone was saying, you know, they were you know trying to make it a, uh, uh, I guess, what was the wording someone used? Um, that normal regular people would enjoy seeing like regular people, you know, out there or something yeah. like that. I don't know. I don't. I didn't buy that, but I just thought it was cool. Uh, Gary from Chicago is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it was funny when it was, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know if it was Jimmy Kimmel it, it, it asked him or say, it told him he was, you know, skipping over all of the white white people. <laughs> <laughs> and he yeah. was like, yeah. <laughs> I forget his wordy, but yeah, he's like, I'm just trying to see the black people. Right. And uh, I think my the best, the, I guess the funniest moment for me with that was when he took Mercer's Ali's uh, uh, award and gave him the camera and yeah. made him take the picture of both of them. Yeah. Like he was somebody's uncle for real. Like I can't yeah. wait if I if I could go back to Chicago and catch up with Gary, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then you know, obviously, um, I was fortunate enough to stay up 
to uh watch the uh Moonlight Wind with the the debacle that happened with that. So Yeah. Um, I I feel like we shouldn't even really talk about that. It's been touched upon so much that we shouldn't even really not, bother not, bother with what I happened. I don't think it's much of a, a thing to talk about. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's definitely been talked about. Um, I would just, it's one of those things where if you fell asleep and you heard about it the next day, you'd be pissed <laughs> to hear, right. hear about it. Like to see it, like I was sitting, I was, cause I was, I, I was, it's funny. I was in the same exact spot. I'm watching it and I'm kind of doing homework and you know, Twitter flipped out when La La won for best picture and stuff. So I'm sitting there watching it and it's just weird. It was, I mean, you watched it, that, mm-hmm. you know, so you're seeing like so much commotion going on and it never dawned on me that they wasn't the winner. Mm-hmm. So I'm just seeing all this random. I'm like, why are these people moving and shit? And I'm seeing people go around and shit. And then when they finally, you know, mention, you know, that, um, Moonlight and one. I thought it was a prank. Like I thought it was some old Jimmy. Kim- I'm like, now Jimmy Kimmel's finally gonna piss me off trying to prank and shit. You know what I'm saying? But then you know, Price. Uh, was it Price House? Price Waterhouse? Uh, uh, that sounds right. They're no, the, no. the accountant for. So yeah. so I didn't realize that they have a total di- like an accountant firm that deals with the awards as far as the not the, you know announce. I had no idea that that was such a a a prized. Uh, job. Yeah, I didn't. Re- I had. I had no idea. I just figured some random niggas in the background just giving <laughs> some shit. Uh, but yeah, so that's not such. A, I, I was a. Uh, I thought that. Um, I thought Denzel would win for Fences. Did you see it? Yeah. No, I didn't. I oh, did okay. Not. Um, did you see any of the movies that were like? No. Kind of prominent. Oh, okay. Not at all. <laughs> uh, so I, I have no no no. Uh, um. Nothing to really stand on as far as who I thought should win. I mean, I maybe just because I'm black, I just thought Marshall Ailey was, you know, I just like, look who I hope he win, you know. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I, I, I wish I would have saw him so I could have an honest opinion. But I'm not all, you know, other than that, I just think he's, I think he's had a, a really good year or two. And he so, definitely has. And so definitely. I was just, just I know you've seen House of Cards, so I yeah, know you're familiar so with him. Now, so House of Cards was my first time. Seeing him, do that's you, probably everybody's recall, first time. <laughs> I was like, do you recall him? The anything you saw prior to House prior to House? No. Okay. No. Yeah. So he was dope as hell in House of Cards. Um, I Remy told, Danton. I, said, I right, remember his fucking name right, and shit. Right. His character name. Yeah, Remy. Yeah. It was, I didn't remember his last name, but yeah, yep. I remember Remy. And then I, you know, I totally enjoyed him in um in Luke Cage. So yeah, I thought he was dope as fuck. But I didn't see Moonlight yet. I was hoping to see it before we talked about the podcast this week. Um, but. I didn't, um, but I know you've seen all the movies. Um, did you Did you feel that uh, the awards were were on spot? Yeah, yeah, I did actually, which is uh, not as rare as you might think. Because I mean, like we are largely ingrained in black Twitter, so we see the the aspect of like people who go see the the movies with black folks in it and be like, oh, that was good, so they should win all the awards, and right, then they right. don't. They're like, oh my god, I can't believe this person didn't win when they didn't see any of the other shit. But um, I thought that um, a lot of the awards that were that were given out and that were won were valid. Um, I watched seven of the nine okay. Best Picture nominees. That's pretty good. Yeah. And well, I try to watch them all, and usually I do, but I didn't get to it this year. But 
Um, I saw seven of the nine, and of the seven that I saw, Moonlight was the best one. And so I was very, I liked, I loved Moonlight. I thought it was a great, great, great movie. So I was glad that it won, and I hated La La Land. So I was glad that it lost. Now, do you think that? Uh, I mean, I know Emma Stone won Best Actress. No. No. So who? who Whatever your question was, no. Who, who, do, do you do you recall who she was against? No, no, won? no. I don't. I don't okay. recall, and I can't even really say that. Because uh, a lot of times, and this is kind of weird, like the the women who are nominated for best actress and the men who are nominated for best actor are oftentimes not necessarily in the movie that's nominated for best picture. So it's like yeah. you could see something and be like, oh, I saw all these best picture nominees, but then the actors and actresses aren't necessarily anything that you saw. So I, I can't recall all of the uh, the um, nominees and actors and actresses. Was there, um, but was the I mean, my bad, I mean to cut you off, but is the was it a the supporting actress in Moonlight? Was she up for nomination? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. She, I don't think she did not win. But no. um, watching it, I was not a big fan of her character because I felt like it was very a generic character. It's kind of like that junkie, uh, junkie mom role, and, and I, I, I and feel we've like seen that role we've seen that a bazillion times. times right? Now, I, I seen on a and I didn't think that she brought anything to it that was unique enough to warrant a win. I seen a couple of people um, talk about fences, and um, they wasn't some people wasn't surprised with the the snub from Denzel because they felt that uh, Viola Davis was a better character in the movie. Did you uh-huh. feel that way? No, no. I, I felt that um, the with Fences, I felt that the movie as a whole was largely carried by their performances. And then there's a, there's an event that takes place. I would say a little bit after midway through uh-huh. That pushes the movie forward and really brings out the performances of the of the leads, which will be uh, Viola Davis and Denzel Washington, and that helps propel the movie. Um, as a whole, though, I didn't feel like the movie was that great. It was like watching a play. Okay. And then the roles, the performances of the of the leads was phenomenal after that event, but um, I would not have been. I wasn't sitting there watching like Denzel deserves to win. I saw maybe I can't remember y'all. I can't remember all the best actor nominees, but I saw several of them, and I I wasn't sitting there like Denzel deserves to win. And one of the things that I put in my notes for the podcast was that you know we've had several years of people going you know the Oscar so white and all this shit, and black people deserve to win this and that, and black people cleaned up at the Oscars this year. But I still saw people mad like that Denzel didn't win for his award. Like, oh, I can't believe this and this and that. And like, I I just get so irritated seeing black folks who only saw the black movies and are like, oh, this should have won. Hidden Figures, Fences, blah blah. And and like, you didn't see nothing else. But so can they? Can, can that's your finally, shit. Can we finally retire Oscar so white now? We can, <laughs> but we can't. Like, we should be able to. But we can't because as far as like nigga Twitter is concerned, if all the black people nominated don't win, then Oscar's so white. 
And like that's so fucking dumb, man. Well, I, yeah, I think this year of any years, um, and I just you, you kind of just hope that it wasn't a push because of the narr- the narrative of of blacks not winning. Um, but I just hope that it was you know they nominated and and awarded these films and people because they were actually the best at what they did that year. And and to me, that's what that's what happened largely. Moonlight to me was the best movie that I saw. And it won, which it should have. And then the 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 kicker is that Mahershala Mahershala Ali won, but he was only in like the first twenty to thirty minutes of the movie, and he wasn't in it no more. So I thought oh, that wow. was interesting that he won based off of that. When, like you mentioned, we've seen him in House of Cards for a while. He's been great. Um, he was great in Luke Cage. He's been he's been around a little bit lately. And I thought it was interesting that he won for a role where he was probably only in thirty percent of the movie. Well, that's interesting. But um, he's been he's been pretty he's been pretty solid. But I thought Moonlight was great, so I was good. To, I was happy to see that see that win. I was glad to see his win. Um, personally, I thought that like they had um, uh, there were kids that played like like Moonlight was is kind of like in three separate portions. Okay. Right, like a young kid, a teenager, an adult, right? Okay. And I thought that the actors that played the kid, teenager, and adult, I felt like all three of them should have been nominated for Oscars, and none of them were. Oh wow! And like, so I'm glad. I'm. I, part of me is glad that Mahershala Ali won, but at the same time, if you take him, and then the the kid, and the teenager, and the adult, I felt like he was probably the least of the four. I felt like all three of them should have been nominated and could potentially be all viable candidates. And based on what you're saying, the other people, the other characters, they played more uh, more time in a row, like they were in the well, movie. Well, I mean, more. yeah, they all had like basically a third portion of it, which is similar to what he had. He was in the first third, and then he wasn't there anymore. And then that like you have a kid that played in the first third, a teenager that played in the second third, and then an adult that played in the final third. And I thought that they were all stellar, but I felt like the the people who played the kid, teenager, and adult mm-hmm. portions w- should have been nominated as well. But um, yeah, it it was solid. I thought that the Oscars were largely, uh, the awards were largely warranted. They the, the you know, people who won deserved it, and it was and like you like you mentioned, Jimmy Kimmel was he was pretty good. I'm 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 not mad about it. So I thought I thought it was a good show. I just didn't like seeing people being mad that Denzel did the win when black people cleaned up like uh um hidden figures um uh didn't uh what the fuck what's her name shit Viola Davis no 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 the fat the fat black woman Olivia Spencer didn't she win <laughs> I think she won. I don't think she would. I don't know. I can't recall. She was nominated. She was nominated when uh, Viola Davis won. Oh, okay, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. nominated. So Viola Davis was great in Fences. She was great. Um, so she she deserved her win. That was good. Um, what else was uh what else is there? Um, Fences. Oh, uh, Moonlight. Yeah. So like I I don't know. I I was satisfied. I was satisfied. So. Um, unless you had anything else you want to touch on on that, we can move on. No, no, I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, that was, yeah. Okay, so uh, we're uh, 47 minutes in. 
And I want to talk about something that we don't typically talk about a lot on the podcast. Okay. And um, that's white people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we barely mention white <laughs> Yeah, we don't talk about that a lot, but I kind of want to talk about that this week. Um, so I have, I have two questions for you. And this is this is like my um, like my survey, right? Okay. And I, I, I'm I'm trying to compile data to see um, how uh, how this how this scenario plays out, right? So, have you ever took a dump and then s- took a picture of it and then sent it to somebody? No, never. Have you ever received a photo of somebody else's shit that they took and sent it to you? No, never. So is that a white thing? It's, Do white people like taking pictures of their shit and send it to other people? It's not a black thing. I'll say I that. I don't because I don't think that's an everybody thing. I think that's just a white thing. Because like I, so what happened was somebody I was listening. You, somebody sent you a shit pic. Hell no, oh, man, okay. I, I, man, he, mm, no, <laughs> mm, no. Uh, so what happened was I was listening to uh, Channel Nine Five Five, which is. For those who don't live here, it's largely like a white station. Like, I mean, they play like, you know, top 100 pop shit. Like, it's kind of like if you want to hear what's popping on the radio and shit, they play it. And um, so here's the wrinkle is that um, one of the hosts is a woman, right? She said that her sister sent her a picture of a shit that she took that was like, 13 inches long or some shit like that like lol ha 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 and i'm like is that like is that a thing or is that just a white thing because i've never heard of black people doing that shit but i know that white people like to one send each other pictures of their shits two i know like white guys be like doing like borderline gay shit like, oh, let me uh, trick a nigga into looking at my dick. Like, oh, let me smack him in his balls and shit. Like, like they do like that borderline gay shit. Like, and I, I, I wonder, like, is I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out, is that like a white thing or is that an everybody thing? That's not. But a I've thing. never heard of black people who are like, hey, let me take a dump and send send a picture of the send, send a picture of it to somebody. I thought that was really weird. Like, is that a thing that you've experienced? Or? I have not experienced that at all. And no. I don't think any. Now, does this happen has. to you? No, no, no. I just oh, heard okay. on the radio. Oh. That's all I did. I heard on the radio. And what happened was like it was what was what I said like the one of the uh female hosts was saying that um she was at um the the grocery store and she was going to pay for her groceries and she set her phone on like you know that had the that little table where the um where the credit card reader is oh, at and okay. shit. Yeah. She set her phone there to pay for her, pay for her groceries and her like you, I don't know how Android phones work, but on iPhones, like you can have your message like pop up as the message itself, or you can change the setting so that the notification is like vague. It'll just say one new message or something like that. Uh, so you can change that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So hers shows like a preview of the message or or like a photo, and she put her her phone on the little countertop next to the credit card reader, and she's like, you know, going through her purse or whatever getting her payment shit together and i guess a text came through from her sister that said something like look at this or whatever and it was like a picture of like a long ass turd in a toilet and the fucking cashier like saw it and was laughing and my thought was like who does that like is that a thing like who does that like who takes like do you just like hey look 
I took a shit, and I feel like somebody needs to see this. I'm not. I, I, I'm not that close with any. Well, let me just say, no. There's no reason. There's no closeness. <laughs> I can be with somebody. <laughs> it's not like you were about to rationalize. Like I'm not I'm that close. Say, like that like close. there's a potential to be that close to somebody. Like, you're like, nope. Close, I'm gonna do that. No. I'm, nope. No. No. That's no. No. That's. Like I say, I don't think that's a black folk thing, and I would probably say that's probably a white people thing. That's what I think too. But I was curious. I was like, I mean, granted, you're not the uh, <laughs> the representative of all black folks, but I've never heard of any black person saying. Hey, I took a shit and I just sent it to somebody. And then it made me think about how, like, uh, white dudes in college, like, do, like, like I said, bo- like, borderline gay shit. Like, they have games where, like, it's to trick you into looking at their balls and, like, just slap you in the balls and, like, all kinds of weird shit that's, like... Yeah, I would have killed me a dude. Yeah. Slap my balls. <laughs> and not even just... Uh, just, just kind of like, dude, games are like, hey, it is, like, slap like, you and shit be, like that. I would be ready to punch a chick in the jaw if she smacked my ball. Like, why are you... Why, what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Like, what the fuck is that? And white people think it's funny and cute and shit. Like, oh, you really got me. Like, what are you talking about? You really got me. Like, you need to die right now. Oh, <laughs> you really got me. Like, I, I tricked you into looking at my dick. Like, what kind of game is this? Nah, nah, I don't want to play that. That's, that's not happening. No, not at all. <laughs> so then the other thing was like, so <coughs> are you familiar with the War of the Roses? Yes, I am. Yeah, I so. I it all the time. Okay, so for those that don't know, it's this thing that. Again, the same the same radio station does where they have a person who calls in and they suspect that their significant other is cheating. So the general idea is that uh, uh, the person, the DJ or whatever, calls that person that is the suspected cheater and says, hey, um, we have a survey. We want to ask you two questions. You answer the two questions and we will send roses to whoever you want. And the two questions are generally, um, have you received roses in the last 12 months? And do you plan on sending roses in the next 12 months? Some stupid generic shit like that. And you ask two questions and they say, okay, you have now won a free bouquet of 12 long stem roses to send to whoever you want in the whole country for free. No strings attached. That's it. And the idea is that if the person is cheating they will send the roses to the person that they're cheating on as opposed to their husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever. And you would be surprised how often that goes left. So I'm listening to it this morning, and the um, it was a woman that called in, and you could tell by her voice she was black. Okay. And she's like, yeah, you know, I think... And they weren't married. I think my boyfriend's cheating on me... Um, and I think that his his coworkers cover for him and shit. Like I think he's like, you know, he's like doing dirt while he's at work, and his coworkers are covering for him and shit. So like, all right, cool, let's call him up, and uh, let's call him up and see what's popping, right? So they call him up, and like, oh, uh, we're from whatever Rose Company, or whatever, and we just want to ask you two questions. You go in free Rose. He's like, no, 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 I don't want to do that shit. I don't want to do it. She's like, no, 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 it's just two questions. Two, it'll be five seconds. No big deal. Answer the questions. You get free roses. He's like, all right, all right. Uh, okay, I'll get, I guess, I guess. All right. So he answers the questions. like, have you bought roses? No. Have you sent roses? No. Whatever. So he's like, okay, well, you get... Now you can send a uh, dozen long stem roses to whoever you want. Uh, so all you, all we need to do is give us a name, and we'll send them to that, that person. And so the dude... It always goes where the dude sends the roses to his side bitch. Like... 
Oh, the roses go to uh I think the the girlfriend's name was uh Jalisa and the 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 side chick, the person who he ultimately sends the roses to was named Robin. And he's like, send them to Robin and they bleeped out her last name. And he's like, Robin, it's spelled R O B Y N with a Y, not an N. And they're like, okay, so so who do you like what do you want us to put in the like the car? Like like do you want us to put something like, you know, something cute, sweet, whatever? He was like, uh uh, tell her, um I uh he's stuttering the whole time. Tell her, uh, I love those assets. <laughs> and they're like, okay. He was like, so what do you want us to put like his actually his name was Michael. They're like, what do you want to uh <laughs> we was to put like love Michael from Michael? He's like, no, 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 don't put love, don't put from, just put like Michael. And still to her. And my my thing with this was like he has the game so fucked up. Like if you got a side bitch, why are you sending roses to your side bitch? Like, don't give her the wrong idea, for one. And then for two, like I'm like, if you're that a, fucking message was so corny, dog. Like, I love those assets. Like, he thought that was like, was that supposed to be game? Like, what the fuck was that shit? I'm not condoning this shit, but I feel like whatever you do, you should be smart at. It. Right. Like, I one. If I don't know if how you could be in Michigan and never heard of World Roses when they do this. <laughs> shit. That's that's number one with an exclamation point. <laughs> how do you fall for that? Who you always send to your wife, your girl. For what reason would you want to, like, that just is so random they call you, you just got to send flowers to somebody. And now you're saying, send, I mean, I, I used to watch, excuse me, I'm eating the Kit Kat, this book is awesome. Um, I used to listen to I, take, I used to take my wife to work, and uh, every time, it was a dumbass dude, dog, every fucking time. And they would send it to, they always sent it to the chick they were messing with, every fucking time. And, and I told my wife, I was like, the crazy thing about this shit is, like, even if he says, I'm going to send it to my wife, like, or whatever her name is, that don't even mean that he's not cheating. Like, you can't just be like, no. oh, well, he sent it to his wife. Everything's cool. Like, to me, that just means that he's smart enough to not send it to his side, bitch. Like, and to me, that's how the game will be played. Like, if you got a, a boyfriend or girlfriend, you got a person on the side like, you should be smart enough to not be sending gifts over the phone to your side person. So, like, even if he send it to his wife or husband or whatever the case may be, whatever the gender is, they don't even mean that they necessarily are not cheating. No, no. But, like, on top of that, why are you sending gifts to your side person, like, over the phone? Like, and, man, like, the part that really fucked me up, because I've, I've heard it several times. And like you said, every time they always send it to the fucking side person, which is bad enough as it is. But what really fucked me up was that corny ass message. Like, I love those assets. Like, oh my god. Like, you can't even cover this shit up. Like, the chick, the 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 person is on the on the line, just being quiet. So like, the the person's the cheater's boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife is on the line hearing all this shit. They're just quiet. And I'm like, man, can you imagine? Hear your corny ass boyfriend going like, "I love those assets," <laughs> on a fucking car to his side bitch. You just sitting there like, "Oh my god!" Like, what the fuck is right, this even shit? Even if you were potentially on a forgiving mood, you probably just like dumped the motherfucker just because he was so fucking corny. Right. 
So, like, you know what? I might have overlooked this, but that old, uh, that whole I love those assets thing, now I know that you are extra cornball, so fuck it. So, this is totally random, but I think we had mentioned the, the whole term of it sometime recently, but do you think you could, and this is, you know, you're not married or whatever, could you ever been in a, uh, uh, polyamorous relationship I feel like your levels are low but maybe it's because you you're far from it okay no oh, you're fine bad. yeah um yeah do you think you've ever been in a polyamorous relationship and for those who don't know is uh that's the practice of multiple mates uh I don't think that and this could be kind of a reach but I'm not entirely sure anybody could do that just I mean, because, do it. yeah, they do it, and they will say that it's working fine, but there's a part of me that feels like when you enter into a relationship that involves more than two people, that in one of those three people, let's just say the bare minimum is three, one of those three people is going to be neglected in some way, and they're going to catch feelings about it. Like, I don't think that any, let's just say, a group of three is a guy and two girls, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's any way that that guy can be equally affectionate with both girls with neither one of the girls feeling like the other girl is favored. So like, I, I, I feel like, I feel like it's not really possible. Like, I mean, it could be, but I feel like a lot of it is just kind of like, Hey, we're cool with, uh, I'm cool with, uh, my man fucking this other chick because, uh, I just get off on that shit because I think it's sexy. And it's like, okay, that's all well and good. That's perfectly fucking feasible. But I feel like there's a scenario where the um one of those girls is going to feel like the guy is giving more attention to one girl over the other, and it's going to create an issue. So I feel like it's... I feel like it happens, but that it's not really happening in a healthy way like it's not successful like it's not i feel like there's probably very few polyamorous relationships that are just like flowing like especially when i see it on tv it seems like the two girls are very very passive two three whatever however many girls they're very very passive they just want their time with the guy and that's all they care about they don't care about the fact that other girls get time or whatever they're very very passive and it could work in that scenario, but I think if you have a girl who actually has real feelings for the guy, and then theoretically he's giving attention to the other girl or one of the other girls, there's going to be jealousy. There's going to be uh, just I don't want to say hatred, not that far, but there's going to be animosity. I think would be the best the best word. There's going to be animosity amongst the women. Yeah. Did you or the guys, did, whatever the case may you be? Ever, uh, did you ever watch or uh, familiar with the show Big Love? I am familiar with it, but I've never seen it. All right, so Big Love was a show about, uh, uh, I guess, a Mormon family. That, I thought it was about fat bitches being in love, oh. but I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was far. It was far from that one. Man, well, um, I mean, it's called Big it Love. Was, uh, shit. Yeah, it was basically about a a, a Mormon family who. Uh, sorry, fat bitches, for calling you fat bitches. I'm sorry. Practice. That practice overweight young ladies, <laughs> uh, pleasantly plump woman. Yeah, uh, they practice polygamy, which big I know fines. that's different than polyamorous. <laughs> I don't, I don't 
don't care to look up the definition right now. But, Mar- uh, it's marriage versus marriage relationships. Versus. Oh, yeah. okay. So that was easy. Um, and Bill Paxton, who just passed, he was the main character. Car- so it was a... It was I thought a, it was a reality show. No, 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 no. This is an actual TV show. So it wasn't it wasn't a reality show? No, not at all. Oh, I thought it was a reality show. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. No, this is actually a TV show on HBO some years ago. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, I think it was from like 2006 to 2011. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was actually a show that was a Mormon family who uh, practiced polygamy, and he had three wives. And the thing was, it was like an order of wives. Like, there was a number one, number two, number <laughs> three, and they had like days that they, you know, like, I think it was like he slept with number one wife these days, then number two wife. Then right, three. right. Dude, let me just say that. I was jealous. No, no. <laughs> it, you know, I think when you you think of shit like that, you're like, man, I got three women. And then you like, man, I got three, three women. women. Like, I, I love You can't my, sneak out for a cigar for shit. At all. <laughs> never getting a chance. Dude, I love my wife to death, but Living with a woman, uh, <laughs> living with a woman, <laughs> living with a woman is 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 work, and I can imagine two more. Yeah, like that's just. But I just I, I think maybe because in a I guess a typical household you're you're um you're trained to to be with one person, right. So, you know, all my life, I've, you know, when you thought about relationships and stuff like that, you had, you know, you get a, a girlfriend in, in middle school, or high school, you got a girlfriend and that was it. You, I just, you, did you, do you, do you remember the first, how old you were when you had your first girlfriend? Uh, I was in high school. Okay, so 14, 15. Yeah, 15. somewhere in that range. There was no time that you thought about, I should have another girlfriend as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think about I was grateful to have the one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, it was no time when you felt like, I need another one to go with this one. Like, you just <laughs> didn't think of that shit just because of the way you were, like, sublimely trained. Like, I don't, I, no, I just, I, I don't. Or if you thought you liked some other chick, you're like, well, I'm probably going to have to break up with this one to be with that one. Like, we just wasn't, we just not trained to, like, think of multiple mates like that and shit. Right. But I just want, you know, and I feel like, you know, I'm, and I think most people are pretty selfish with, you know, their mate. Like, I don't want my my wife, you know, liking another motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't think I could, I could do it to answer the question. Nah, I don't, I'm not, not built for it. So the last thing I want to talk about before we wrap up real quick is another thing I heard on uh, Channel 955 this morning. Well, not this morning, but in general, was uh, have you heard on six six on sex? No, six on sex. Yeah. No. I'm, so it's I'm a thing totally where, unfamiliar. so it's a thing where a guy or a girl calls into the radio station, and under the premise that they can get concert tickets or whatever the fuck, okay. they call the radio station calls that person's parents father or mother or whatever usually opposite gender so if it's a guy that calls in they call the mom if it's a girl they call the dad and they ask that the caller questions about their sex life while their parent is on the phone oh that's ugly could you do that (laughs) that that, that's where that's where it comes out because so like an example is like say a chick calls in right they'll put they'll get her dad on the line and they'll make her answer questions like have you ever had a threesome 
Uh, do you uh, um, have you ever had sex with somebody who your dad knows? Um, you know, shit like that, like really, really embarrassing sex questions about their sex life. And they're like, you know, 22, 23 and their dad's on the line. Like, again, I feel like this sounds great. I feel like that's some white shit, dog. Like, can you I, I, I feel like I've never listened to that and heard like a black person on there, like with their fucking mom or dad talking about uh, who they just... fucked. And like, I've heard people talk about they fucked their dad's friend. I've heard somebody talk about they fucked. uh you know they had uh I heard I heard somebody it was earlier this week it might have been this morning that said that they had a fivesome five why did, how do you even get it how do you call it a fivesome like what? that's what they said they're like isn't that just an orgy <laughs> she was like <laughs> she was like yeah I guess so <laughs> like like who does like I don't understand like the the to me this kind of all plays into the idea of white people having like a very very open um thing with their sex lives that or not even their sex lives like, like intimate aspects of their lives like why are you talking with your mom or dad about the threesome you have with two guys why are you sending pictures of your shit to other people like hey look at my shit why are you fucking like slapping other guys on the balls and like trying to make them look at your dick like what I, I like that's a, like some white shit like why do white people do that like what is their obsession with weird sex shit and like sharing it? Like, hey, look at my balls, homie. Oh, I made you look. Ha 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 ha. Like, I want to kick your ass right now. Why'd you make me look at your dick? Like, I don't want to see that. Like, that's not funny. Yeah, I don't know. That's a it's, it's a weird and strange dynamic. And, and I and strangely enough, it's really only been with like white people. That and I could you them. could you do that? Like, if somebody was like, let's take a okay. Here's a good one for you. If you called in to channel 955, right, for Six on Sex, and they were like, we'll give you front row tickets to see Stevie Wonder if you answer these questions with your mom on the line. And they're like, hey, have you ever uh, fucked a girl on the ass? And your mom's on the line. You got Stevie Wonder tickets on deck. Like, could you... As much, I don't know your relationship with your mom, but as like much, as much as I would love to see Stevie Wonder, I just don't <laughs> think I can do it. I just, I mean, I think the, I mean, it's a small moment of initial embarrassment, but it's but it's six mom's. questions. It's six. Or six. I so know it's six questions. So that's just one. Nah, just one. Like, I could, have you ever had a threesome? I really go. Know, shit like I really go broke to go to the concert. Didn't didn't do that shit. Like, I don't think I could do it. I just, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I, I think I'm, my sister probably could. I'm curious to I'm curious to know if Actually, our listeners no, she wouldn't I never, never mind she probably wouldn't either yeah so I'm curious to know if our listeners would be cool with that like our black listeners if they would be cool with like going on the radio for concert tickets and discussing intimate details of their sex life with their parents on the line we need to post that as a question on because that shit is yeah that shit I, is they do it like every morning and shit like with, with white folk every time now how white do folks. the parents respond. They're always like, almost never have they really spazzed out. It's almost like, oh man, that's crazy. Like, oh man, like, uh, and then there's been times where like they ask them like, have you ever? And this is usually one where where, where uh, a woman is on the line. They're like, have you ever had sex with one of your dad's friends or something like that, or or that's somebody just, who that's your just dad way too fucking far, dude. right? Or somebody who your dad doesn't approve of. And they're like, yeah, I fucked this guy that he worked with, like. And the dad's like, 
And then the funny thing is, a lot of times the dad would be like, "Oh, I already sp- suspected that." Like, what the See, fuck? That's, that's, like, nah, what are you like? What do white people much. do? Like, that's just way too much. White people way are such too a, much. Such degenerates, way man. Way too much. I, 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 it's funny you talking about degenerates. I it's this. I got a one of the higher ups in my job, and I I've looked at him shitty ever since the day I seen him walk at the bathroom clean out of the urinal. Didn't touch a paper towel, not a not a <laughs> not a, a splash of water, nothing. And ever since then, I've been using paper towel to grab the, the doorknob. Yep, six what months. You gotta do. <sighs> anyway, anything else? No, I'm good, man. I'm all set, man. We had a had yeah. some decent topics. Yeah, good, good, uh, good podcast. Um, I like to get some feedback on um, if any of our listeners would participate in something like Six on Sex. If any of our listeners, um, especially if you black, because I feel like if you white, you just, I, I, I don't know. I feel like at this point, you, may you got dirty it. feet, you voted for Trump, you piss and shit and don't wash your hands, you will talk about getting fucked in the ass in front of your dad. Like, I feel like white people just do all kinds of like filthy fucking shit. So I don't even really expect shit of y'all. But if you black, like, let me know if you've done some shit like that. Like, is that a thing where like if you were college and you're a frat? And you're like, hey, I just took this fucking long-ass turd. Let me send a picture of it to the whole frat. Let me Snapchat that shit to them niggas. Like, if you did that, hit us up. If you would do six on sex with your mom or dad, especially if you black, I would love to hear that. If you would do that, I would love to hear that. And I mean, if you would do that, if you actually had some, like, skeletons in your closet. You know, if, if you would do that and all your answers would be like, no. Like, oh, nope, I've never had a... Never had a threesome. Nope, I've never uh, done anal. Nope, I've never fucked any of my parents' friends. Nope, I've never done, never fucked in their bedrooms or anything like that. Like, if you had, like, a completely, like, green sex life, then who cares? But if you've done crazy shit and you would be cool with doing, like, sex on sex with your, like, parents on the line, hit us up. Because I would love to, like, read that on the next podcast and talk about it. Because as far as I'm concerned, like, I feel like, I feel like that's, like, a, another racial thing like white people just don't give a fuck they're cool with talking about swallowing cum with their dad on the line and their mom on the line like oh yeah i swallow my aunt's cum and this is what we do in the trailer park like they don't give a fuck so like yeah but that's what that's how they get down so like if you if you black and you get down like that hit us up if you white and you get down like that hit us up because i'm curious like i feel like that's hey i mean that's interesting i'd love to hear about it i'm gonna judge you but i'd love to hear about it so, so, if you, so if you listen and you uh, actually uh, want to give us an answer to that, you can uh, email us at uh, what up though, uh, podcast at Gmail or our, our DMs on Twitter. AssholeCreamPie at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can have our Twitter uh, page up at what up though, podcast uh, or our individuals. Mine is Blame Otis. His is Michael underscore Aaron. Um, so yeah, hit us up. We're in a, we're, we're going to tweet those questions too, to see if we get, um, any feedback and, um, hopefully we have some stuff to read next week. So yeah, yeah. So other than that, uh, see you next week. Yep. Peace. Peace.